Hey everybody, welcome to Apex Brackets. We are bracketing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm so excited to go on this journey with you. I'm here with some friends. I'll, I'll let you introduce yourselves. Go ahead. Hey guys, it's Alyssa here, um, representing high school girl, small group, um, most importantly, first, and then secondly, myself. Um, <laughs> so I'm here for you. That's great. Hey everybody, it's Dave. I am here representing the middle school boys, but more importantly, again, myself and i've been on this marvel journey since 2011 and it's been it's been quite the ride wild i know there's a lot of content when i was making this bracket i was like 23 movies and we just we're gonna pit them up against each other and we're gonna see (laughs) which one is the best this is gonna be tough yeah we're gonna cover today we're gonna cover the uh the first i don't know north the north division in round one we're gonna cover three matchups uh we're just gonna give you our opinions as you make your opinions. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, yes. All right, we're in round one. Just so you know, they've all been randomized. Um, the ones that have been given a buy in round one are the ones, the highest grossing movies. So the nine highest grossing movies uh, were the ones that were given a, ba- a buy in round one. So in round one, the first matchup we're going to take a look at is Ant-Man and the Wasp versus Doctor Strange. What are your initial I... thoughts on that one? I love Doctor Strange. That is my initial thought. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It was like visually stunning the first time you watched it. You got done. You're like, what was that that I just watched? Because your eyes couldn't take in what was happening because all yeah. that like, magic. It felt like like a, a more intense version of Inception where it's just like, okay, that's what it felt like to me. I was like, that was insane. And it added magic sure. to the cinematic universe, which is what was missing. Like I needed magic. It was yeah. so grounded up into that, like up to that point. It's like yeah. science, this and science that like no more science. This is straight up just magic. And that's like, yeah, I love it so much. Alyssa, what is your initial thoughts? Amen and the wasp versus Dr. Strange. Okay, I also love Dr. Strange yeah. so much. Yeah, I think, Mostly the magic, like Dave was talking about. But also it felt so much different than I think anything else Marvel has done, even still. Um, Also agree with Dave, visually stunning. Um, I also just love the storyline of Doctor Strange, of Mm -hmm. how he was like bitter after his accident. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my life? Surgery was everything to me. And then getting this new purpose, which was his destiny. Yeah. Yeah. so it was just also a really cool like character development as well. It's huge. So. It's huge. So my initial thoughts are like Doctor Strange. I have been saying since I watched it the first time that it needs another. I need to rewatch it. Uh, I feel like I because I watched them all pretty close to each other. Um, Dave, you know, walked th- my wife and I through. Yes, I did. Yes, you I know, did. Right leading up to Infinity War, uh, we were watching them all, and so there's a lot. So I just felt like I needed to rewatch that one. And uh, when I first saw this matchup, I was like, easy Doctor Strange. And then I watched a little summary of Ant Man and the Wasp, and I was like. I didn't hate that movie. I liked it. And, and I think one of the things was that um, it was like in the in the timeline, we're getting close to Infinity War, right? So like oh, it came out after Infinity War. Yeah, it was the um, first movie after Infinity War. Right. So we're all waiting for Endgame. We have this colossal – I remember you saying it was like we have this colossal mass scale conflict and then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is just like a heist movie. So um, it's a very big contrast to the other things going around. Yeah, that's true. It, it's a heist movie – and in my opinion, a poorly done heist movie. It- All right. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. 
<laughs> so let me. Uh, I'm just going to give you the storylines of these two movies, and then we'll do uh, likes and dislikes, and so, you know, we'll, we'll kind of tease them out, see what Good we like. Idea. So I'm going to read Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is the um, the, the storyline. In the aftermath of Captain America: Civil War, Scott Lang grapples with the consequences of his choices as both a hero, a superhero, and a father, mm-hmm. as he struggles to rebalance his home life with his responsibilities as Ant-Man. He's confronted by Hope Van Dyne and Dr. Hank Pym with an urgent new mission. Scott must once again put on the suit and learn to fight alongside the Wasp as the team works together to uncover secrets from their past. Yeah, that is true. Let me read you about Dr. Strange. Hard to follow when you're just watching it, but so a little a little blurb about it's going to be complicated. But Marvel's Doctor Strange follows the story of the talented neurosurgeon, Doctor Stephen Strange, who, after a tragic car accident, must put ego aside and learn the secrets of a hidden world of mysticism and alternate dimensions. Based in New York City's Greenwich Village, Doctor Strange must act as an intermediary between the real world and what lies beyond, utilizing a vast array of metaphysical abilities and artifacts to protect the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's a lot going on there. A whole lot. <laughs> so what do we think? Uh, what are our likes and dislikes of these movies? Just like give them to me, like a, a shotgun approach, some ideas that you have, things, thoughts as you like have been studying and, and looking back at these movies, what are some thoughts you had? Dislikes um, that it didn't come out sooner and yeah. that there's already not a second. Um, Doctor Strange? Yes, yes. I'm yeah. sorry. Doctor Don't, Strange. Yeah. It did feel like the sequel was like, really soon right (laughs) like it felt like it was really suggesting hey you're gonna get another movie here yeah and we haven't yeah so um, maybe they're after endgame i don't i don't know if there's plans for it to be honest yeah i believe so Um, multiverse of madness yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. dr strange and the multiverse of madness who knows when it's gonna come out because of coronavirus nonsense and also it lost its director recently yeah um so we don't know when it's gonna come out if they need someone to step up i can (laughs) (laughs) i'll let them know you're free (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> what else? Let's hit Doctor Strange hard. What else do you got on Doctor Strange? What do you have? Okay, likes and dislikes for Doctor Strange. Um, I already kind of went down my list of likes for it. You know, visually stunning. Yeah. Added, you know, magic into the cinematic universe. All these things. Um, my dislikes of the movie are... My dislike for many Marvel movies is that the villain is not developed at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even thoroughly remember exactly who the villain was in this movie it's more of an arc for like Stephen strange than it is for anything and the bad yeah. guy's kind of just there because like we have to have a bad guy yep. and he defeats him in the last like 10 minutes of the movie yeah the, the stakes aren't really there for me um but it was really cool when we were watching <laughs> it like the reverse time thing where everyone's going backwards but they're fighting forward like there's a lot of yeah. cool elements to it but like the bad guy is never developed enough and they never he never does enough so that's my biggest gripe with that movie yeah i love i love that these two major wizards are both named benedict like in real life these two that benedict (laughs) cumberbatch plays dr strange and benedict wong plays wong I didn't yeah. really put that together either, that his name was his name. I love Wong. I just love what he brings to the movie. That weird, like, comic relief, but, like, the stoic comedian. Love. Love yes. Dr. Wong. Dr. Wong? What is that? Oh, that's from Law & Order SVU. Is that Dr. Dr. Wong? Is from Law & Order SVU, right? No idea. <laughs> okay. It is, I believe. <laughs> this is a Marvel uh, podcast. So. I know, I know. <laughs> but I said Dr. Wong. Um, the uh, Dormammu? Is that the name of the... That's like the the main bad guy, like the, right? The, the non-human bad guy. Yeah, the one that he defeats with time. Yeah, he seems like 
he could really destroy the universe pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just defeated in, like, four seconds with time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that. that's the biggest... Uh, yeah. The way <sighs> the movie ends isn't the best. Yeah. At all. I love the cloak. The cloak. You know, the cloak of... What is it yeah. called? Levitation. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Doctor Strange's Doctor Strange's cloak. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like how it chose him. Oh yeah. Chose. I'm so yes, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. It is. It is the the cloak of uh, levitation. Ah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The cloak is super funny and gets even more fun after the Doctor Strange movie. Yep. All right, Ant Man. What do you got? What are you thinking about Ant Man? Asian Jim. Yeah. What's yep. that guy's name? He's, Wu? Uh, it's Jimmy Wu. Jimmy Wu. FBI yes. agent. Slash, I, th- I think he's just the FBI agent, right? Yeah. I don't so, know. are we doing likes and dislikes again? Yeah, whatever you got. Okay. Okay. Likes of this movie. It is fun. You know, it's lighthearted. There are a bunch of comedic moments in it that make it fun and lighthearted. Uh, dislikes of this movie. <laughs> At times, too fun. Like, I, I don't know. Every once in a while, I'm like, give me a serious moment without somebody cracking a joke. And also, just, I want to know when things get small, are they heavy? Oh, yeah. And, like, what, what oh, are yeah, the rules? I remember that. Put some rules down for this right. world of what can grow and what can't grow. Because there are no rules, and they are just all over the place. Yeah. Speaking of rules, if I could jump in. Yeah. Quantum entanglement? I don't, none of <laughs> They should have explained oh. that better because it became such a huge role in Endgame. Very important. This is when Doctor S- Strange wins out again because Doctor Strange is like, hey, this is magic. Like, they can do it's whatever true. they want. It's and true. In, in this one, they're like, no, this is science, and here are the scientific reasons why this all makes no, sense. You're just describing magic, <laughs> but calling it science. Exactly. <laughs> Janet giving energy to the ghost, like, in the end of the movie, like... Where, where what is that <laughs> yeah how how did that come from her human hands right like i don't need you to like lay everything out for me but do help help me <laughs> oh man anything else dave sorry i cut you off no 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 those are pretty much it the yeah this movie was forgettable that yeah. is another thing that i don't like yeah it's super forgettable and it may be like affected because it did come was it like two months after infinity right. war yeah. So you're coming down off the high of Infinity War, which was a masterpiece in a lot of ways. And you're coming down off that high. There's all the story arc that's happening, like all of these characters. You're like, I need to know what's going to happen next. And then you go back. You go backwards. Yeah. And you're starting before any of that happened with characters that are like okay characters. Sure. And it just feels like a letdown. Yep. I'll tell you, two of these things that I loved about this movie is a supporting cast. Um, Louise, Dave, and Kurt, um, yeah, Lang's friends, so good. I loved them, and I loved the ghost. I loved Ghost, as far as villains go. I thought she was complicated. I thought her superpowers were super fun. I thought the visual, the way that they depicted her visually, was really cool. Um, By as far as like um, villains that only get one movie to be developed, I think she ranks pretty high. Wow. Mm, I don't. I don't know if her stories developed well. I guess I'm just saying I think she's really cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, Pim is trouble also. We go through all these, like, <laughs> Dr. Pim's, like, former colleagues. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, this guy died. Well, this guy, you know, lost his mind. It's like, don't work with that guy. Yeah, he's not the greatest. Yeah. He's like, Oh, not... yeah. Comics, he's problematic, right? 
he's very problematic <laughs> in the comics. We don't need to get into that. But yeah, yeah Tom, he's the worst in the comics. But even in the movies, he's a little bit more redeemable. But he's still just like not that great of a guy. Yeah. Alyssa, any thoughts on Ant Man? Yeah, I really like Ant Man's character. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. He's so funny. I think he's important um, to the yes. to the MCU. Yeah, I think he's very important. Um, with Doctor Strange, how I said my biggest like was it something so different that it doesn't almost feel like a Marvel movie, but in a really good way. Yeah. This movie didn't feel like a Marvel movie, but not in a good way. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I would agree and, that it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah. And I think there just needs to be a little bit more intensity, yeah. uh, kind of what you guys have already said. Uh, but I really like Paul Rudd's character, um, Ant-Man. I don't, yeah. what's his name? What's his actual name? In the movie? Lang. Scott Lang. Oh, Scott Lang. Yeah. Yeah. And again, just reiterating, I really wish they would have really like did a deep dive on quantum, whatever the heck, because it was like the key role in when (laughs) it came to Endgame. So if they really took their time to kind of lay it out for us, because we see why they put that movie right there, because Mm -hmm. then at the end scene when he comes back and um, they like disappear or whatever. Um, they were like setting everything up for Endgame, so I wish they would have really just taken the time to explain to us, like for people who aren't scientists, yeah, Iron Man, yep. who can figure out quantum <laughs> realms, yeah. like how it actually works. So true. it's like, oh, all this time they could have had time travel, right? And they're just now figuring it out. See, um, Doctor Strange is all about time travel, but I believe him. I know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I I think he does better with it. I'm going to be really honest. Time travel fascinates me. I love movies about yeah. time travel. Okay. So Doctor Strange like is perfect because of the stone. You have to make up all these rules with time exactly. travel. Exactly. And they do in the MCU for they the most really part. Do. Sort of. They really do. Yeah. So Dave, can you tell us about the post credit scenes before we give our official vote? Okay. Yeah. The post credit scenes, Ammon and the Lost, we kind of talked about it. That one was yeah, that's right. Um, at the very yeah. end. He goes into the quantum realm. Everyone back home gets dusted. And yeah. he's just like left there, like, "Hey, well, help us! You know what's going on?" That's yeah. pretty much it for that one, um, which like was a big deal because it was right. coming off of Infinity War and it was going into Endgame, and we're like, "Okay, so what?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that was that one. And for Doctor Strange, there were actually two. That's right. There is um, like a, a cut down scene from Thor, mm-hmm. uh, Ragnarok, and it was really cool. I mean, I I loved it just because I saw. Thor and Doctor Strange interacting, and I thought that was really fun. That's and right. then at the very end of it, um, we have uh, Mordu, which was one of um, the people helping Doctor Strange this whole time. He was like training with him. He uh, was like using the staff of the Living Tribunal at one point. He was that guy in the movie who was helping him. He feels extra betrayed by the um, Ancient One. You know how the Ancient yes. One re- says that she was like working with you know, the dark one a little bit or like working in the dark realm or something like that. Yeah. He feels very betrayed by it. And at one point in the movie, um, the ancient one tells Dr. Strange that he needs to be here because he is like the opposite of, mm-hmm. of Mordu mm-hmm. because he is, Mordu is too strict. He's like very like, right. These are the rules and they he have to be that out. way. Mm-hmm. And he balances it out. So at the very end of this movie, we see him, um, find a man. He confronts somebody that has like, you know, some mystical powers. Um, but this guy found those mystical powers because he was in a car crash. And like Dr. Strange was in a car crash. This guy was a paraplegic and he 
went to find magic and now he can walk again. So the very end is Mordu finding this guy, taking away his powers, crippling him again. So yeah. the end, he's like stuck on the ground. He's crippled. And then he leans in and he goes, the problem with the world is too many wizards. <laughs> like that's, the, yeah. that's it. So it sets up like a sequel. Huge. I have not heard any thing about the payoff in this maybe we get payoff in like universe of madness or yeah uh, multiverse of madness but i have no idea all right well we'll have to wait and see so if you were if you were faced with an instagram poll right now ant-man or dr strange dave what are you voting dr strange Alyssa. dr strange uh yeah yeah i think probably dr strange well, that is matchup number one. We've got two more matchups to talk about today. Um, so our next matchup is the the matchup, the battle of the colorful movie posters, uh, Thor Ragnarok versus Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm. Thor Ragnarok, Guys, Guardians this is 2. the worst one. This one sucks. This is <laughs> oh. a really difficult one. Oh, my goodness. So, Alyssa, when you saw, just real briefly, if you saw that, that those two are up against each other. What were your immediate thoughts? Um, that there's a lot I like in both of them, but a lot yeah. I don't like in them. Um, yeah. A lot I don't like. Um, so I think that they might be on kind of an even playing field-ish. Yeah, definitely. Dave, what is your immediate thoughts? My what immediate thoughts. It's a tough one. I said, <laughs> yeah, this sucks. The first time I saw it, I said, this sucks because <laughs> both of these, they are in like my top five favorites, both yeah. of them. Yeah. And they are so similar in tone that it's going to be really hard to decide which one is which. It's a great point. Really? They're both in your top five. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, he watched Ragnarok like over and over and over again. I've watched it. I forgot you were such a fan of Ragnarok. Like oh ten God. times at least. Yeah. <laughs> and same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy too. That so movie good. is great. Yeah. All right. So let me do some uh, storylines. In Thor Ragnarok, Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his homeworld and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the ruthless Hela. High stakes. High stakes for Thor in that one. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. After saving Xandar from Ronin's wrath, the Guardians are now recognized as heroes. Now the team must help their leader, Star-Lord, uncover the truth behind his true heritage. Along the way, old foes turn to allies and betrayal is blooming. And the Guardians find that they are up against a devastating new menace who is out to rule the galaxy. Nice. 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 <laughs> All right, so uh, let's do Ragnarok first. So what are your what are your likes and dislikes, Alyssa? Your general impression of Ragnarok. What do you got? Okay, I think Ragnarok was probably my favorite out of the Thors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the thing that I really dislike about it that always I'm like, ugh, is I hate the oh, what's his name? Don't you dare say Korg. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, good. <laughs> They're like the best, Korg and good, good. um. The one, is that the one yeah, with the rocks or the little guy? Yeah, that's the big one. I don't remember the little guy. Oh my name. gosh, so funny. No, the the evil guy. Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah, oh, like yeah, the name. Grandmaster? The Grandmaster. I was going to call him the Gangmaster, oh. and I was like, that's <laughs> not right. Oh, I was like, oh, man, yeah, the Grandmaster. Um, I don't know why. I just really dislike him, so it makes me like, oh, I just... I, I just can't stand him. Oh my so goodness. it makes me like not enjoy the movie sometimes. Um, also, the Hulk kind of annoys me in this movie a little bit. I can buy that. <laughs> because he's just so like, just snap out of it. 
Yeah. Dave, what do you got? I like so much about this movie. I can't. The list is too long. All right, I'll go then. I guess I'll. Lo- I love the Grandmaster. I think his yeah, character is goofy and incredible. Wow. Um, we are introduced to so many good characters. Like across the board, it's just it feels more galactic in that like spacey Marvel Cinematic Universe thing that I think is so great. Like that colorful. Yeah. There's bright. Everything's fun. Another thing I like about it is, I mean, it's just fun. That's the that's the yeah. main one. It's mm-hmm. just goofy and it's fun. But that is also my biggest gripe about it is because there are so yeah. many serious moments in this yeah. movie that are not given the emotional beat that they deserve. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I think we have, like, killer uh, characters in this one. Like, with Corgan, I uh, looked it up, Meek, M-I-E-K. Yeah. yeah. Corgan, yeah. Meek They are, are literally the best. So good. <laughs> I have, in my notes, Jeff Goldblum in all caps, because <laughs> I... <laughs> He's just, he is Jeff Goldblum in that movie. And just, that makes me so happy. I've always loved Heimdall. I, I don't, I just, I don't know why. I guess probably everybody does. He actually gets to do something in this movie too. Yeah. He's a huge deal. Yeah. We get the the hammer breaking. Molnir gets shattered. That's a big deal. It is. Um, Valkyrie's okay, I guess. I don't know. I didn't love her as much as I like a lot of the other characters, but there's a lot going on. We Oh, we have uh, Thor loses his eyeball as well in, in Ragnarok. Yes. Oh, I really yes, like that because, like, his yeah. dad also lost his eyeball. Yeah. And That's so true. I was just like, wow, twinning. Yeah, <laughs> Here's right. a little fun fact for you. Okay. All right. In the original trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. There are scenes of him with two eyes where he doesn't have it because they CGI'd his eye back in so that you wouldn't know that he lost his eye. Wow. Spoiler time. All right. Ragnarok. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Guardians so of the Galaxy, Volume 2. What are your thoughts? <sighs> Alyssa, go ahead. What, do you, what are your immediate thoughts on that movie? <laughs> Also, like Thor Ragnarok, I couldn't stand uh, Chris Pratt's dad. Ego, yeah. And I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get past it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge fan of him. I really didn't like him, yeah. um, and all that he was about. But I love the characters of Guardians. Yeah, me too. Like lived for them. They're everything. Yep. Just like the dynamic. And I felt like they did a good job at the serious moments. And because, you know, Guardians is going to be like more goofy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's like kind of like the stigma of it already. I like that it still had like the serious moments, too. Yeah. I felt like it, they did a good job at balancing those. For sure. Dave, what do you got? Guardians 2. There is a lot of good. So some of my favorite things in this movie are is the theme of it. The theme of family in this yeah, movie yeah. is so good. They do such a good job at like rooting out like what really is family and like the there's throughout it there's like families fighting each other Mm. sure you know like the sisters are fighting each other and their fights are so like they're brutal there's a scene where she's screaming shooting her sister over and over and over again but she's also crying at the same time because when you're fighting with your family it's never simple there's always like you're never just angry there's like emotion behind so many times throughout this movie they do things like that where it's the it's complicated and it's great i love it so much um obviously like star lord and his dad that whole story of like who is his dad mm-hmm. the movie is goofy and fun but also the emotional beats it hits are great and i cried when i watched this movie the first time. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so good um i i am confused about the oh i can't remember what they're called i aisha i believe is the name of their leader the the golden people what are they called the oh yeah i don't have uh, the no super idea. cools the the immortals, I cannot remember. The, no, that's a thing. I don't remember. They're like this race that's like sort of important throughout the movie and looks very important at the end, but I like don't really know anything about them. Yeah. Um, and I wish, I don't know, I kind of wish that was spelled out a little bit better for me. I forgot that Mantis, you know, as important as she becomes, that she came from here, that she came from Ego. Yeah. And we get her in this movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
another movie with great characters. Taserface, so some great moments with Taserface. So funny. Um, the guy from Gilmore Girls, Craglin. He's <laughs> yep, fun. Yep. And then Rockets in this movie. Yeah. Yondu. Yep. Oh Yon- uh, Yondu uh, is the, the best. best Avenger. I know. I will go to my grave saying that. Wow. He's the best. That storyline was so good. Yeah. Because when you watch him in the first Guardians. No, and the way it all pays wait, off in this movie. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just call Yondu an Avenger? Yeah, dude. He did. He's- He's, he's Mary not, freaking Poppins. Yeah, but he's not an Avenger. Yes, he is. No, he's mm. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> he is Mary. He is Mary Poppins. This is another movie with weird rules, like um, like that. Ego needs two celestial beings to agree to agree or to do what together to unleash their powers together for all these seedlings he's planted to like take over the universe. Yeah, I just thought it was funny again that we have these like rule systems that they have to just make up on the spot. He explained it. It made sense to me. It was like basically he said he needed a battery is basically what it came down to. Yeah, like he wasn't powerful and he like needed something to power him up. I noticed an interesting correlation between this. I don't want to get too far ahead, but I think it's uh, Infinity War, I guess, where um. You know where Star they almost have the gauntlet off of Thanos and then Star Lord messes it up because of Gamora, right? Of Gamora, yeah, his emotions get in the way. Yeah. We have a similar turn in this movie where like he's helping his he's helping Ego destroy the universe <laughs> and then uh he finds out that he, he killed his mom. And and that's what it is that turns him. He he changes sides based yep. on that like emotional response and uh, I just liked that consistency cuz in that in that moment in infinity war i was like star lord what is wrong with you you've ruined this whole thing um Mm -hmm. but it was nice that they set it up you know when i'm looking at it like this i'm able to see that that's his character he just does that all right tell me uh, about what the post credit scenes are before we uh do our final vote here ragnarok and guardians 2 i don't remember either one of them and that (laughs) is like so there are a bunch of them for guardians of the galaxy 2 but i think the one that's most important like the Peter Quill walks in, like Starler walks in, and there's like Groot's there, and he's playing a game, and they're like arguing. Yeah, he's yeah. a teenage Groot now, and they're yeah. arguing about things. So that one's there. That one's just like a fun one. That like race of like golden people, yeah. right? Oh, I forget, not remember her name. I'll look it up. But she's she says like I'm creating something that's capable of destroying the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And you see this guy like in a chamber. It kind of looks like the Captain America chamber where he was made. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but it's like way more spacey and weird looking, and there's like this golden guy in it, and she decides that she's gonna call her creation. Adam and so like when that happened there's a character in the comic books named Adam who was really important to the Infinity Gauntlet series Mm -hmm. and so and he's like super powerful crazy has all these it's insane like he wears the gauntlet at one point Um, yeah yeah so we thought like oh this guy is going to be super important coming up it doesn't really get like none of these end credit scenes really are important to the end they just feel like they're setting up something else right or they're just there for fun you know, they're just there because, like, oh, this could be fun to yeah. have here. Yeah. Her name is, I, I believe it's Aisha. A-Y-E-S-H-A. Yes, it is. Um, and she's the Sovereign is the name oh, of that's right. The Sovereign. The, the, their people. It's telling that none of us remember them. Isn't that disappointing? <laughs> yeah. I remember their bits, you know, like when they were yeah. walking with the carpet and it ran out and they're like, oh, no. But I don't remember <laughs> anything else. Um, are there more? Are there are more scenes, yeah, in that movie. Yeah, so there's a scene where they show the Watchers. <laughs> it, this is the Stanley, yeah, part the where cameo. Stanley's there. He's he's yeah, this cameo. So the Watchers are like super important in the comics. They're like basically the gods that are watching everything. Sure. I don't know if they're ever going to be in the MCU. Maybe we'll see. Well, they exist. Yeah, but they're not as important. Sure. Like yeah. they're not important. <laughs> yeah. They're just there. They've like been like referenced like three or four times now. Right. <laughs> so maybe someday they'll be important. Craglin, um, he plays with the 
with Yondu's little feather stick guy. Yes, the arrow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. And uh, and then Sylvester Stallone reunites with some like some other what are, what are they called Ravagers? Right. Yes. So the yeah the Ravagers all come together and they're gonna assemble their old team. If got it. What I remembered. Man, I was looking for that. There's just so much setup and it and nothing. I mean, Guardians three is gonna still happen. It's just right. Right. It got pushed back. It was supposed to happen, but it got pushed back because of. Yeah. There was controversy, and then everything's getting pushed back at this point. Did I miss um, Ragnarok? Did we do those ones, those uh, post-credits? Pum, pum, pum. So the mid-credit scene mm-hmm. of Ragnarok is is super important, and it is um, like Thor is in his ship with all the Asgardians. You know, they, they had left oh, right. Asgard because it was mm-hmm. destroyed. They are there. They're all like in their ship or whatever. They're like, okay, let's go. They're like in space, and then a large spaceship appears in front of them and they mm-hmm. stop and everyone's just like, what? And anyone that has like read the comics or like kind of knows what's going on, we knew it was Thanos. <laughs> so everyone's right. like, holy crap. And that legitimately is like the next, the first scene of Infinity War is like right after that. It takes place right. like a half hour into that battle or whatever, the massacre. Yeah. Um, so that's really fun. And then the very end credit is our boy, the Grandmaster, in the movie, there was a rebellion or whatever. So he's trying to escape the rebellion and a bunch of the citizens find him and the Grandmaster decides, he like comes out and he goes, oh, great revolution. You know, he like makes like a funny joke and he declares the revolution a draw. <laughs> it was a draw. That's awesome. That's awesome. Everyone just like looking at him like, nah, dude, you're going to die. And he's just, yeah, yeah. That's ah, fine. All right, Alyssa, <laughs> let's do it. What do we got? Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? It's um, the moment of truth. I think I'm going to go with Guardians. Guardians, but it it's, is. This is a really hard one. I know, Dave. I know you've been stressed and losing sleep over this decision. This is the it's gonna be Ragnarok. worst. This is the worst. And I I think it's going to be Ragnarok. Yeah. All right. Oh my gosh, the siding factor. Yeah, I'm going Guardians for sure. I got a Guardians bent in me. I'm always Guardians. It's a close one. I'll give you that. So close. But it's uh it's Guardians for me. All right, we got one more matchup we're gonna talk about today. Yeah, let's do it. One let's of my favorite matchups in the whole bracket. <laughs> I'm very excited. Oh my gosh. For... Two of the worst movies. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> and and it, when I was like, I had randomized this and I'm putting these in and I was like, oh my goodness, Thor versus Thor 2 is such a good matchup. So I'm very excited about it. So let's talk about them. Um, I'll give you the storylines in Thor and Thor 2. So Thor. The warrior Thor is cast out of the fantastic realm of Asgard by his father Odin for his arrogance and sent to Earth to live amongst humans. Falling in love with scientist Jane Foster teaches Thor... Wait. With falling in love with scientist Jane Foster teaches Thor much-needed lessons, and his newfound strength comes into play as a villain from his homeland sends dark forces toward Earth. Thor dun, dun, dun. Thor 2, we get thousands of years ago, a race of beings known as Dark Elves tried to send the universe into darkness by using a weapon known as the Aether. Warriors from Asgard stopped them, but their leader, Malekith, escaped to wait for another opportunity. The warriors find the Aether, and since it cannot be destroyed, they try to hide it. In the present day, Jane Foster awaits the return of Thor, although it has been two years since they last saw each once since they last saw once another. That's a great typo on IMDb. In the meantime, (laughs) Thor has been trying to bring peace to the Nine Realms. Jane discovers an anomaly similar to the one that brought Thor to Earth. She goes to investigate, finds a wormhole, and is sucked into it. Back on Asgard, Thor wishes to return to Earth, but his father Odin refuses to let him. Thor learns from Heimdall, who can see into all the realms, that Jane disappeared. Thor then returns to Earth just as Jane reappears. However, when... (laughs) What? This is the longest one. (laughs) It's so long, and it ends on however when... (laughs) 
<laughs> I got no explanation for that. So we've got Thor versus Thor 2. Um, I love this. I love this. That recap right. didn't even bring up the bad guy. I know. No. no not I didn't all. even talk about like anything. <laughs> that was not even the main plot of the yeah, movie. I, I'm just reading it, man. <laughs> it was the first 10 minutes. I'm the beat. I know. <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh wait, I think that's different. I think the rest of them are says written by Marvel, and this one says written by an email address at Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> it says written by Alyssa Bellotti at Yahoo. <laughs> that was me 10 minutes ago. Some of them okay. say written by Marvel. So anyway, we got Thor versus Thor 2. Likes and dislikes of Thor number 1. Alyssa, go! Thor 1, what do you got? You always put me first. <laughs> that's my favorite. Uh, the first one. Forgettable? I think that's yes. Yeah. I think that's why I'm that's having a, a hard time. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for. I know I'm just speechless because <laughs> no, there's not. A lot I didn't. To go over. <laughs> no, there's not really like a bad guy, and well, I mean, I know it's like Loki is yeah, yeah. sends that um, Tin Man basically. Yeah, you know what he's which called? is lame. Do you know what he's yeah. called? What is... The Destroyer. <laughs> oh darn it! I knew yeah. that one. It's the Destroyer. <laughs> so funny. lame name, lame yeah. powers. Yeah. It was almost like a western. <laughs> You're right. Scene when he walks in and like points the laser beam. That's a great point. Um, <laughs> it's a cute love story about this guy yeah, from I another guess. world falling in love with an Earth person. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give him that. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right. Anything from Dave? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Thor dislikes super forgettable storyline is there's like one beat to the storyline it's boring it's like Thor is too arrogant lost his yeah. powers now he's not arrogant anymore because he was humbled that's the whole story that's Doctor Strange right as well exactly yeah exactly <laughs> I, and look how well they did Doctor Strange yeah forgettable characters can you name what are his three best friends the three warriors warriors three no That's one cares about them. Warriors three. Nobody cares about them. I have no idea what they are. Yeah. Um, the bad guy comes in at the very end again, just to like, oh, like nothing matters. It, yeah. The stakes are super low. It feels like their love yep. story isn't even that good because Marvel, all the big problems you see in this movie are because it's so early on. It's before Marvel sure. knew who Marvel was. Sure. Yeah. So the comedy doesn't hit. The action scenes aren't that great. That's fair. A lot of the things before the first Avengers movie, they still didn't know what they were doing. This one has like weird, like gritty realism for some reason. They're like, even though this is like a space guy, they like want everything to feel real still. And mm -hmm. so they're still trying to use science yep. to explain how this guy can cross a rainbow bridge and get to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, so those are dislikes. Likes, I don't know, man. This That's is my right. That's favorite. right. It's my least, it might be my least favorite yeah. Marvel movie of all time. Well, um, I, we've covered everything I was going to say. Um, it's essentially like a forgettable supporting cast. I think that's huge, especially when we were talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp earlier. Like after the first Ant-Man, I loved his supporting cast. I love the other, you know, criminals. But um, the Warriors 3, I think are cool. Couldn't tell you any of their names. Um, and the human supporting cast. Dad. I, I don't like there's a doctor. Oh, oh, Darcy. That's right. That's her, her friend, Jane's mm -hmm. friend. It's just like I very forgettable. Uh, I remember opening on. We'll get to Thor 2 in a minute, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's who was in that first movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, very forgettable. Thor 2. Dave, I'm going to start with you. Thor 2, what do you got? Hmm. Thor 2, uh, another pile of poop. Yeah. Not so great. they try to put too much dislikes. They try to put too much lore into this movie. No one can follow it. <laughs> I cannot tell you yeah. a single person that can remember 
all of the lore. There's like dark elves. There are like the aligning of the nine realms. There's so much going on in this movie. And then they try to put in like the subplot of like Thor and that, what's her name? I forget her name all the time. The relationship with them, they try to throw that in there. Oh, Jane. Jane. There's yeah. too much happening in this movie and it's all boring. The only good thing about this movie, the most redeeming part of this movie is when uh, Thor's mom dies. Yeah. That's that uh like the funeral scene is beautiful slaps it's so good everything yeah. about that part is so great i think it's fun like the lore is fun that's what i like about it but i'm also a huge nerd that follows like lore yeah but the rest of the movie's poop yep everything about it was bad yeah I, one of my favorite scenes was whenever thor goes to visit loki in the prison and he's like all cool and then he's like all right cut it out and then we see that he's like destroyed the room and is like real disheveled yeah. Really yeah. great scene. I was glad to be able to remember that. Oh, we get the collector. I think this is probably post credit. So I'm, this is post credit. Yeah, stepping on a little bit, but oh okay. dang, I just love the collector. So magnificent. He's just so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so Alyssa, what do you got on Thor two? The Dark World. I don't think I've said that at once yet. Thor: The, the Dark, Dark World. World. I like whether it was intentional or not. I'm guessing it was very intentional that they start to show us the importance of the Infinity Stones. Yeah, right. We, we get, get to that. see that. We get to see how powerful they are. Like they don't want the the tesseract and the ether in the same place. That's at the end. Of... Yeah, they want it to be like separate. We do learn. Sh- yeah, basically, <laughs> we're talking about the end credit here was the redeemable quality. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Only cool Great part. point. Um, I agree. I loved the storyline with the mom. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. Again, really forgettable. Yep. I think also. I just agree with a lot of what you guys were saying. I can't like remember a lot of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened or that scene. I loved the Loki scene. For me, there's like a lull in the whole, I mean, I guess it's not a lull. It's just the beginning of like, I'm looking at the list of chronological order of how, you know, these Mm -hmm. movies shake out. But like, because that's how we watched it is like through as they would have like happened in the in the universe and i'm looking at this list and there's like a huge lull like it goes from hulk to thor to well then you have the avengers which is different um Mm -hmm. i loved iron man 3 but then you get dark world i didn't like winter soldier a lot i don't know there's like a lot of sam loved that one i loved it but um there's just i don't know there's a, a concentration of movies that like did not interest me a whole lot there um so go ahead and tell us about the end credits there, Dave. And yeah, the end credits. Give, us, Here we give go. our final vote for Thor in Thor the Dark World. Yuck. Okay, so we'll do Thor first because it's in the phase one. So the end credits of of Thor actually this was a this was another so the end credits of both Thors are really cool because they set up things to come. So mm-hmm. in Thor, we're um we see Eric, you know, the the doctor guy. Yeah. He's in the shield facility and right. um he like find he like is shown the tesseract, and they're like, "Hey, can you help us with this? We need to do something with it." And then you see Loki in a reflection, like in his mind, almost like whispered to him, "Like, yeah, 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 we need to let's do that." And then he agrees to do it because Loki whispers to him, which like sets up the beginning of Avengers, where he's working on it and like Loki appears. So like yeah. because mm-hmm. he works on this and fixes it, Loki then can come to Earth and take over. So that was that was setting up that whole situation. That was the one in Thor one and then Thor the Dark World there are actually two um so there's one it's a mid credit scene and um those like three warrior guys you know Thor's friends I can never remember their names yeah uh, warriors three yeah they are they take the what was the ether I think they put it back in as a stone now I think it's a stone again mm-hmm. I don't know why it was a goop uh, yeah that's time 
it was a goop for some reason. So they take the ether, aka the reality stone, and they give it to the collector, which is like foreshadowing what's going to happen in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and actually, the collector says, "Yeah, like you know, one down." four to go what is <laughs> or he, like he or says like five five to yeah go. yeah what's he gonna do with them I, he's gonna try to do something fun with it i don't know he's the collector he was clearly cool. he could not handle more than one stone <laughs> this man is too fragile right i just think it's funny knowing what we know now about the the infinity stones yeah what the I mean, heck was he gonna try to do with them <laughs> i don't i have no idea destroy the universe by accident i assume or, probably i thought it was like foreshadowing of just like what's to come yeah yeah in the marvel universe oh yeah it definitely sure. was because sure. like Thanos. everyone that knew about the infinity gauntlet was like oh crap like this is where we're going with these this is going to be so fun and then yeah. the very very last one was stupid it was just um because jane thinks that she's never going to see thor again and then a little like the thing happens on the balcony she walks out and he's standing there and they hug and kiss right yes real yeah. special real stupid all right so special thor versus thor the dark world when i was when i was pumped about these two being put against each other i forgot that i was gonna have to let one of them through the first round i know they're both so bad so dave what's your vote thor or oh, thor geez, the dark world jeez 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 i'm gonna have to go and this is an unpopular opinion in the marvel cinematic universe but i'm gonna say Thor the Dark World. All right. I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. I love it. I love it. Alyssa, what are you doing? I'm going to go with Thor the Dark World, too. Why is that an unpopular opinion? Yeah, that's what I'm doing, too. I, I, I'm going Thor the Dark World as well. Interesting. It is yeah. uh, looked at as the worst Marvel movie. Okay. The Dark World was. I remember I remember that one way better than I remember Thor. Yeah. That might be mm-hmm. something. Well, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, you get to make this decision yourself. So you can check out the Apex Instagram at Apex Harvest. Um, go to the stories there. Make your own votes. Let your voice be heard. This is very important. It's going to be going on for some time as we uh, whittle down the, uh, the best Marvel movie, the best movie in the MCU. So um, signing off, I'm Pastor Chris. I'm Dave. And I'm Alita. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Oh,